0: Greetings, Mind Crafters, and welcome to another exciting conversation here, another Minecraft conversation. My name is Kimberly Quinn. I'm your hostess with the mostest. And remember, we're all about becoming the boss of the brain. That is the whole plan. Taking control of our thoughts leads to getting grip on our feelings and then our actions, which means that we are living our best lives. So today's, today's chat, is on um, reversing the internal negativity. We had a talk yesterday about reversing the external negativity that we're going to take a look at, at, at you know, kind of stopping that negative internal dialogue. And it's, it's very important to realize that we are wired to think negatively. Even the most positive of us are wired to think negatively. Why? Because it's primal. Way back when we were you know ducking into caves running away from saber-tooth tig- tigers and raptors and pterodactyls swooping to in, swooping dipping in to pick us up and with their talons and gr- grab us and taking us away for their you know midday snack we we had to kind of be in survival mode so constantly contemplating what could happen next in a negative way was how we survived you know way back way back then in prehistoric times so once again, the amazing Jay Shetty is my inspiration for today, and he is the author of Think Like a Monk, Train Your Mind for Peace and Purpose Every Day. And I, um, He's definitely on my list of people to have lunch with, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but he talks about the whole idea of decluttering our mind, which you know I'm all about that, and taking care of our brain addicts. So the brain addict idea actually came from Maria Konnikova. She's the author of Mastermind, another great read. Yeah, but keeping it decluttered, so by 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 sifting through the external negativity, you know, sort of um, monitoring how much, you know, how many of our life minutes we spend with negative people. Hopefully, not many. And then there was um, definitely not many. Uh, you know, Jay talked about that like uh, one to three ratio for every one negative person. He did it a percentage, I think, right? So twenty-five percent, seventy. It's twenty-five, seventy-five. So, but basically. For every one negative Nelly, you want to, you want to surround yourself with three positive Pete's so that there's more of a positive influence there because we do become who we hang around. There is no question with that. And so he says, you know, the first step basically is becoming aware of it. So he says, uh, sometimes we tend to deny the responsibility for negativity that we ourselves put out in the world, but negativity doesn't always come from other people and it isn't always spoken aloud. This is what I like too, because we tend to think I was talking about people being secondhand smoke. And you know, if you know, like that's my analogy with people with the whiners and complainers, right? It's kind of like, if you want to go ruin your own lungs, go ahead, but I don't want to breathe you. So, and I like how he says though, it's not always that obvious. It's not that overt, like secondhand smoke. Sometimes the negativity is coming in the form of the other negative emotions, right? Like envy and resentment and guilt and anger and shame and things like that. And it's easier to blame those around us than it is, you know, to kind of, as Jesus says, purified our own thoughts, which will protect us from the influence of others. When we stay, stay on our own game, we tend to focus on winning from within. And it doesn't really matter what anybody else does around us, honestly. So his own method of, um, how to do this, like you know, from his monk experience, how to how to kind of monitor our own negative thinking, which is which he has uh, called or referred to or labeled spot, stop, and swap. And I think the first part is what I would call awareness, because we've talked about this before. We cannot do what we do not know, right? And so then my dear friend Dr. Dave says, once we become aware, we become responsible. So just like we don't want other people's negativity, leaking into our day and our life minutes. We don't want anybody sticking a pin in our happy bubble. Well, that means we don't need to be, you know, leaking any negativity into anybody else or sticking a pin in their happy bubble either. So it's very, very important for us to watch our words. And, and of course, um, I'm actually thinking of another in, influence right now, which is, or who is, Don Miguel Ruiz in his book, The Four Agreements, because he talks a lot about, it's one of the four agreements which he talks a lot about, which is being impeccable with your word. And so imagine if we were more impeccable with our word, you know, meaning what he, what we say and saying what we mean, how much less negative we would be because we would catch ourselves like, oh, I don't need to say that. Why am I even telling that story about how I stubbed my toe and got a run of my nylons all in 30 seconds? No one cares. And it's over, right? It just brings, no one needs to have that information, that sort of thing. And so Jay says, Spotting, which is the first part, right? Becoming aware of negativity means starting to spot the toxic impulses around you. So, and I, I actually, I forgot what I caught myself the other day. I caught myself. It was similar to that stubbing your toe, run your nylon thing. It was such a small level. It wasn't that because I rarely wear nylons, but um, it was something. I'm like, why am I, I don't need to share this. It's stupid. It's over. It's dumb. I forget it was something on the way home or. Who knows? But like we sometimes we just sort of, when we're on autopilot, right, which is the big, biggest thief of life minutes that there could possibly be, we just spew these little stories throughout the day that, oh, and I was in traffic and I had to wait 15 minutes, took me 15 minutes to look, get home, you know, the 15 minutes longer than usual to get home. Who cares? You're already here. You don't, why are you sharing that? So that sort of thing is what we're talking about. Also, I think when we're when we when we're aware, when this, there's Jay says, spotting what we're talking about we can also catch ourselves um if we're jumping on the gossip train you know what i mean judging being critical because obviously when we criticize anyone it says very little about the criticizee, and it says a whole lot about us right that's that's about us not feeling whole and complete so the spotting thing or becoming aware is really good because that can help us to take a deeper dive in the beginning of our day, or if it's in the middle of the day or whatever, to turn it around. Like, what was my need to say that? What's going on inside of me? Why am I feeling insecure in this minute? Why am I feeling jealous or envious or guilty in this minute? Why something stirred up some shame from, from my childhood. Where did that come from? Why did I give some snark back to that person? That wasn't even about them. It really, so when we stop and breathe, Right. And maybe if you have to dip into a restroom or something just to figure it out, that's a good thing to do because um, we, w- if we want to figure out, you know, what the source of that is so that we can kind of redirect back toward, you know, the loving and kind energy, right? And so after Jay had, I had awareness, Jay had spot, right? The next is stop. And that's when, you know, once we put the brakes on, you know, like where did that come from? Why did I just regurgitate that unkind thought and or actually, and there are actually verbalized it to somebody? Did the, why that must have come out of a place of insecurity that's buried deep in the vault? Like once we get that, then we can then we can we can really decide to kind of silence that negativity. You know, and put it on hold until we figure out like what's what's going on with that, and then hopefully just you know let it dissipate and and. He says something about, um, you know, remember that saying whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want, is not freedom. Real freedom is not feeling the need to say these things, right? So, and that comes down to, you know, weighing out whether it's more more important to be kind or right. And, you know, 99.9% of the time, it's more important to be kind than right. And that's that shenpa thing again, that Sanskrit word we get that urge. And it, again, it doesn't mean we're not right. We could be, we could be hundred percent right. As far as you, you know, we read a more current article. We're in a, we're in a, a professional meeting and the person just said this and they're all proud of themselves and da da da, da. and we read an article, you know, 0. 0.3 seconds ago, that's more current. And we could have been a total showboat at this meeting. Boss would have loved it. Da, 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 da. Do, do we need to, you know, do we just got to evaluate, is it worth making that per- person feel like crap? Because you have like, you know, three sentences of newer information. Or you can, you know, kindly and politely after the meeting, not in front of the whole world, say, Hey, did you check this article out and just, you know, forward it to them? You know what I mean? Or there's all different kinds of examples of that, but also just refraining from from verbalizing the defects in somebody else, right? Kind of goes back to that counting the teeth in somebody other, somebody else's mouth thing, and there's and I'm no expert on the Bible, but I know it says in there somewhere about, um, you know, t- the log in somebody else's eye and the splinter in our own. Maybe that's the reverse. I forget, but the whole point is, is not to take somebody else's inventory. <laughs> that, that's what they say in the 12-step program, because lest somebody take our inventory. I know I sure as heck don't want that. So. When we when we kind of limit our negative speech, Jay says we we may find that we have a lot less to say. Wow, that's like a sobering statement right there. Okay, so as far as reversing internal negativity, so far, Jay has come up with spot, stop, and then the last one is swap. So once we've kind of become aware of something negative, whether it's we've overtly, you know, said it or they're we're swimming around in some negative emotions like guilt and resentment and shame or whatever. Um, to, to once we kind of get it and we are trying to figure out the source, that's when we can kind of sort of you know s- you know swap it out for for less for less intense language maybe and to also really um, you know just validate ourselves and just say okay okay we, we might be feeling injured ourselves right now however we don't need to go and injure somebody else right. What we can do is, you know, learn to push the pause button, right? Push the pause button, which is our, you know, Daniel Common would would label our System 2 thinking, like our Sherlock Holmes thinking, right? Um, because, and that's actually Maria Konnikova talks about Sherlock, but they're saying the same thing. Our more observant, slow down, gather the facts thinking. We can just slow it down and choose more precise words. And and, and Jay talks about how monks are are... Considered quiet, and he thinks because because they are trained to choose their words so carefully that it takes some time. So imagine it goes back to Don Miguel Ruiz too with the be impeccable with your word. If we were even twenty percent more careful with what we've said all day long, I mean, all of us, monks or and non-monks alike, how much better the world would be? It would just be such a better place. Autopilot is dangerous. Not only does it steal life minutes, but it has us just saying all kinds of things that just aren't helpful, maybe even hurtful. So Jay says we choose words carefully and use them with purpose. So that impeccability with your word thing, right? So spot, stop, swap to reduce negative internal dialogue and definitely um, be more impeccable with your word. That is what we're talking about right here. Because if we can reduce our, you know, remember, we're not looking for perfection. The P word is, is worse than the F bomb, right? We're looking to be less, less negative, you know, today than we were yesterday. If you start out not so good, I want to be less negative this afternoon. Let's say after lunch than I was before lunch. And that's really it. The eyes is on the prize, which is, um about just improving, always moving forward. Progress, not perfection. Okay, so there you have it. Reversing internal negative dialogue. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful, sunshiny Northern Vermont. Have a mindful, very positive day.